More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, Family Feud. Experiencing family troubles, got conflict. With the holidays just around the corner, we want to help you have a more peaceful family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to learn. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life Family Feud, we're talking about all the different stuff that can go wrong in family life to make your life more difficult. And, you know, it's especially significant since, you know, Thanksgiving is right mm, around the corner. Mm, mm. Christmas is on the heels of that. This year, of course, there are only like three weeks in Advent because like the, third Sunday, the third Sunday, or excuse me, the fourth Sunday of Advent is Christmas Eve day. Yeah. So, I mean, I looked at the calendar and my heart skipped a beat in terms of like being a mom and doing the planning of all this. And I was like, oh, okay, how do we do this? And it, it does make all of it more intense it also makes planning with other people family members extended family members more difficult because suddenly we have less days to get together for some of us that may sound like heaven for others of us we know that's going to make things more difficult to just balance it all and make it all happen and so sometimes our families can be trying In the best of times, but when we put the pressure of the season that is coming on top of that, yikes, and it's better to plan now. It's better to have these conversations and thoughts now than as we get closer to it all. So we're asking you to call up and share at 877-573-7825. Is your family getting on your nerves? <laughs> and whether you're talking about being irritated with your spouse or kids or struggling with your parents, adult siblings, or other extended family members, the fact is family conflict is no fun. And especially with the holidays right around the corner, we want to help you find grace-filled ways to overcome the conflicts, diffuse the disagreements, and help heal the hurts that are contributing to the family feuds you're facing. Give us a call. Again, the number is 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Once again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. It doesn't have to be about those holiday things coming up at all. It can just be they got on your nerves this morning as you were all trying to get ready for the day. It could be the expectations of extended family members or grandparents or adult kids that have suddenly shifted or put more pressure on you. 
could just be that you and your spouse are going through a difficult time. Whatever you're going through, if your family or the people you consider family are irritating you, making your life a little bit more difficult or a whole lot more difficult than you want it to be, let us help you get brand new skills today and a lot more of God's grace. All you have to do is give us a call on More to Life at 877 573 7825. That's 877-573-7825. By the way, um, since we're talking about this, uh, we have an upcoming free webinar. Uh, It's on December 4th. I know it's a little down the road here, but I want to give you a heads up. It's called A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, A Catholic Parent's Guide to Advent. And we are offering this free webinar that's sponsored by the Archdiocese of New York Marriage and Family Life Office and Ave Maria Radio. You know, Advent is the time to make room in our hearts and homes for Christ, but, but how? Well, join us as we explore in this dynamic, practical, free, completely free. best part, free mm-hmm. webinar, how the grace of Advent can help you celebrate a more peaceful, loving, joyful, and faithful family life by Christmas. Just register for free at catholichom.com slash webinar. That's catholichom.com slash webinar. And we'd love to see you there. Again, we've got a little bit of time, but I wanted to give you a heads up. But, of course, you don't have to wait until then. You can call us today and find out how you can have a more peaceful, loving, connected family life, whether that is your nuclear family under your own roof or your larger extended family all over the place that's giving you holes. We are here to help at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five, and that includes those people we consider family, but don't share any family relationships with. Sometimes we, our closest people, are the people that we've created a family with. Those friends that have become like family, but that means that oh well, you know, you're close enough that sometimes you're stepping on each other's toes. You're not quite sure how to handle those things. So if you want a more peaceful group of people that you love, that you consider family around you today and every day we're here to help you with it today on more to life on the ewtn catholic radio station 877-573-7825 every day on more to life we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of saint john paul's theology of the body and for folks who aren't aware of what that is, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections you know, over the course of about five years that looked at how, by prayerfully contemplating God's creation, we can discover God's plan for leading a more abundant life and having healthier holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us that families are supposed to be schools of love and virtue. One of the lessons we all need to learn in the family school of love is how to manage conflict and tension and differences of opinion gracefully. As Catholic families especially, we need to make sure that we're not just doing whatever we react to, whatever comes naturally in the moment when it comes to handling family conflict. Instead, we need to make sure that we're one inviting God to be the mediator of our disagreements. Two, being intentional about practicing those virtues that we need to display in order to have more productive discussions with our family members. And three, 
we're working hard to listen to each other rather than react to each other. One of the most important things we can do, of course, is get into the habit of praying before we start difficult discussions, especially with family members. Now, ideally, we should pray with our, with our family members you know, by saying something like, Lord, each of us knows what we want, but help us discern what you want us to do. And help us to take care of each other while we figure that out. But, of course, if we can't pray with the other family member, if we don't think they'd be receptive for some reason, we can always pray something similar to ourselves. Either way, we need to remember to invite God into every part of family life, asking him to teach us to be the family that, that he wants us to be. And that's especially true where conflict is concerned. You know, family life becomes that school of love and virtue the church says it's supposed to be, not by trying to figure out how to be loving even in the face of conflict all on our own power, but by humbly admitting that we really don't know what we're doing when it comes to leading a godly family life and asking God to help us be the family he wants us to be, to teach us how to be the family he wants us to be every day. 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled Family Feud. As we talk about managing family conflict. If your family is getting on your nerves, whether we're talking about being irritated with your spouse or kids, or if you're struggling with your parents, adult siblings, or other extended family members, family conflict is no fun. And we want to help you find grace-filled ways to overcome the conflicts, diffuse the disagreements, and heal the hurts that are contributing to the family feuds you are facing. Again, the number, 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. We'll start taking your calls. In the name of the the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we bring to you our families, and we ask you to help us learn how to be the families that you created us to be. Lead us and guide us. Form us and shape us, Lord, and especially when it comes to managing conflict with our spouse, with our kids, with our parents, our adult siblings, and extended family members, we ask you to help us to have the wisdom, the grace, the compassion, and the fortitude that we need to face those challenges in ways that allow us to resolve the problems and grow closer to each other and to you. We ask you to guide our steps, Lord, so that Our families can be those schools of love and virtue the church tells us they're meant to be, and that our witness of love in our families can bring the world to you. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name of the Father, Father, and the the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, Family Feud, as we talk about family conflicts, disagreements, um, healing the hurts that come between you and your family. Again, whether we're talking about irritation with your spouse or the kids that live under your roof or your extended family, we want to help you create a more peaceful, loving, caring, connected family life. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Stephanie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you today? Hi, good morning. Thank you guys for the show. I always get such great information. Um, I'm so glad. What can we do for you today? Thanks. I have a sister who, she's very giving and has a good heart, but she's so full of hatred about 
Hmm. a lot of stuff in life. Um, Politically, like, we've gotten into fights about, well, we haven't gotten into fights. She attacked me, basically. Um, Okay. You know, accuses me of being a racist and, you know, things. And then, like, with Proposal 3, she would be say stuff to me like, well, if you're so religious or why isn't the Catholic Church doing more, you know, for these children? And I feel like, do you even know what the Catholic Church does? And um, what was the latest example? I mean, I could give you a thousand examples, but I'm just trying to give you a few. No, I get it. I, I get it. You, you know, she, she's very antagonistic with her political views. That are very confrontational views. with you using your faith as a weapon against you. Absolutely. Yes. So, what do you think? What do you think her goal is here? I mean, what, what's 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 this really about for her? What does she want to have happen? I really just think she's she just wants her way. She just wants to think what she's saying is the right way and have the last word. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I mean, whatever I, I, she's selling. And and well, uh, before I offer any thoughts here, just is, is what have you tried to do to address this so far? I mean, I will write her letters and stuff and, you know, because having a conversation with her would be difficult because, again, she doesn't listen. So, you know, I'll step back and just, you know, write to her or something. I mean, we're very close. Like, we talk all the time. But, you know, when it comes to Mm -hmm. conflicts. Yeah, I'll just step back. Well, uh, well, tell me more about that. I mean, so, so would you say that would you say that, that this that this different these differences in her antagonism uh, is is kind of impacting your relationship all the time, or just when these things come up? Just when the things come up. Okay, so it's not like you don't have a relationship outside of this, the, the outside of these no. disagreements. Super close and loving. Okay. Uh, okay. Mm. All right. Well, that, that's good to hear. Um, all right. Well. Look, I mean, I, I think that, that the best way to handle this is to sort of not get in, not get into it with her. Because, and, and here's, how, here's how to do that, right? To say to her, listen, um, I, I'd be happy to talk about this if, if I really understood where you were trying to go or if I really felt like you were interested in hearing what I had to say. But I, 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 we've had enough of these conversations that I know that you know, you're very... You're very committed to your ideas, uh, and I don't know that this really is going to bear any fruit to go down this road. Uh, and I don't want to jeopardize our, our relationship just to have a conversation that, that there's no point in having. And the reason I'm saying this, by the way, is you know I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't witness to her or that you shouldn't share your thoughts, but you know, kind of drawing a principle from <laughs> a Catholic just war teaching, which sounds funny, but but you know, we're, we're, it's it's not moral to enter into battles that we can't win. Right, and and so you know when you when you're arguing with somebody who is so uh, antagonistic and hostile and and uh, sort of rooted in their ways, the best thing you can do is say, listen, I, I respect that you don't see things the way I do. Um, I'm asking you for the same kind of respect. I don't really see the point in going down this road. We've done it a million times. If there's something specific that you're asking me, or if there's something in particular that you want to know, I'm happy to share that with you. But otherwise, I don't feel like this is worth jeopardizing our, the rest of our relationship for. And, and you're, you're kind of redirecting it back to the fact that you have lots of other things that you could talk about, lots of other things to share. This is just not something that's worth discussing, at least the way 
you used you're used to discussing it you know and if and if if she presses it you can say well look you know I, I again I'd be happy to talk about it if there was something that you weren't clear on if you genuinely wanted to know what I thought about this but if you just kind of want to vent at me I, this isn't a, this isn't a conversation I'm willing to have and it's not it's not something that's worth risking our relationship yeah with. quite frankly I love you too much I love you too much to argue over things that are going to a these two of you are going to cancel out each other's votes so you know why why fight this badly two it's 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 all changing it all moves all the time why bring this kind of pain and tension into our relationship with each other we love each other we want to be part of each other's family lives if we really want to have a real conversation Let's set a date and a time to do that in a non-confrontational way. But if not, let's just give each other the joy of loving each other more deeply and talking about other things besides the opinion. Sorry, I just want to jump in. And the point of saying let's schedule a time is not so that you can just have the same conversation you've always had. If there's something specific that she wants to know, that she's confused about, about why you think a certain way, and she's genuinely interested, well, then it's worth scheduling a time to talk about it. But if she just wants to lecture you or or kind of argue with you, there's no point in that. There's no point. And, And to schedule it alone in a time where you're not both, you know, geared up because of a family event or, you know, some kind of gathering or something very particular that's going on in the world right now. Most people are running very emotionally hot right now, and it's best to only have conversations that could affect real change if we want real change in the other at a time where we feel close and we're calm and we're rational. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much for the call. And again, this gives you a way to move the conversation forward if she really is interested in having a real conversation with you while setting boundaries around uh, the the antagonism that she's showing for you. So there's nothing wrong with, with redirecting her back to the rest of the relationship. What this is gonna, it's going to surprise her, actually. This is a good move long-term for you because she wants to argue with you so that she can walk away feeling right. And if you and if you if you conf- if you confront her in this way that we're suggesting, it, it, it kind of helps her see how unreasonable and antagonistic she's being, and how she's risking the whole relationship for her own political agenda, and and that puts her in a, a difficult spot, where she has to actually, if she wants to engage you at all, approach you in a more respectful way. Otherwise, you're not going to have the conversation, which is which is really uh, the healthiest thing you could do in this situation for the relationship as well as for the long-term ability to have any impact at all on on her views. So thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the show. We'd love to talk with you about this again. 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled Family Feud as we talk about dealing with those family troubles, whether we're talking about irritations with your spouse or the kids who live under your roof or your extended family, parents, adult siblings, adult kids, or other people in your family that are just no fun to deal with for whatever reason. (laughs) Let us help you diffuse the disagreements, overcome the conflicts, and heal the hurts that are contributing to the family feuds that you're facing. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls when we come back. This program brought to you by the following non-profit company. From Affirm Films comes Journey to Bethlehem. This wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. You were in danger, Mary. 
This child. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Starring Fiona Palomo, Milo Mannheim, Lecrae, Joel Smallbone, and Antonio Banderas. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10th. Soundtrack also available. More information is at journeytobethlehem.com. As we read in the book of Exodus in chapter 4, Moses kept trying to tell God that he was the wrong person for the job. He wasn't equipped, he noted, to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. He kept giving God excuses, including that he was not a good speaker. Moses was self-conscious of his speech problem. I'm a poor speaker, slow and hesitant, said Moses to God. But God did not back down. He knew Moses could do the job because God would equip him to do so. God sent Aaron to do the speaking for Moses. God created Moses for a purpose and each of us for a purpose. We're all perfect creations in the eyes of God. When God wants his will be done, he will give us the tools to do his will. God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. What is God calling you to do today? This has been a Christ Center Communication Message. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo, a communications evangelist and host of Epiphany. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Family Feud, as we talk about family conflict, disagreements, uh, healing the hurts that contribute to those family feuds you're facing. Give us a call at 877-573-7825, and we'll help you find graceful ways to overcome those family challenges. Joining us right now, Damon Owens. He and his wife, Melanie, are the founders of Joyful foreverafter.org, a theology of the body-based marriage ministry. Damon, welcome to More to Life. Thank you, Dr. Greg, Lisa. Good to be with you guys as always. Great to have you with us. And, uh, you know, you wanted to to share with us a little bit about how the theology of the body can help us understand, maybe approach family conflicts a little differently. Yeah, yeah, I love the topic today. And, and in fact, the uh, the prayer you used in the opening session there is something you've given us, uh, you guys have given us years ago in our own family, Melanie and I, and it's been such a, a blessing and eye-opener. And when we don't use it, we recognize it. We're like, oh, my gosh, we need to bring the Lord into this first, <laughs> right? We need to be really intentional about our virtues and really work hard because it's, it's not part and, of and our... And the prayer you're referring to specifically is, is the, you know, Lord... Uh, sorry, and the prayer you're referring to, I'm, I'm guessing, is, is the, you know, Lord, uh, we know what we want, but help us to know what you want and take care of yes. each other while we figure it out. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and help take care of each other as we figure it out. I mean, that, was, that just sets the whole posture. And I think a reflection, you know, back to the theology of the body helps us to see that, you know, I'm thinking of our Lord in that first section of theology of the body. John Paul says, uh, for the hardness of your hearts, you know, Moses allowed divorce, but from the beginning it was not so. And, you know, like for the hardness of our hearts, the conflict is so painful, but from the beginning it was not so. 
And opening that first posture to God really does reset the tone. It's, and we've experienced this practically, but in a very uh, human way, it allows, it opens up those pathways of, of receptivity, meaning like we have a conflict about something. We don't have to be in conflict. And whether it's with our children, whether it's between you know Melanie and me or the couples that we work with and reestablishing, that, that practice speaks to the deeper principle that we are, we're building something more than just agreement. We're doing more than just tearing the temperature down in our, in our conflict or the swelling or the hurt or the conjuring. What we're doing is we're building something. We're building communion. Mm. And to build communion means it involves any one of those things at any particular time. Rebuking a memory. Uh, fixing a hurt, acknowledging a hurt. And by acknowledging and bringing God first, it really is a very practical, powerful way of where our, wherever we are in that brokenness of reestablishing that pathway of receptivity to say, Lord, our goal here is communion, and we're building something affirmatively, even in the ruins of prior hurts and ruins of prior uh, brokenness that we've caused or other people have caused. Uh, but again, the key principle here is that communion is about gift as receptivity, uh, that openness, entrustment, but also willing the good for one another and whatever the situation calls for. You know, I love that total change of focus, right? Yeah. Because so often we we have to key into things, you know, virtues like humility when we're trying to heal a relationship. And because of that, we often have to turn down the fire of our reactive emotion. And we yeah. feel like we're doing nothing. Or we feel like we're suppressing ourselves in some way. But when we can say no, what we're doing is building communion with the other. We're building healing. We're building a better relationship. That is a mindset that allows us to know what our work is about, even though the work feels very different than our normal reactions, our normal <laughs> battle plan and that can really really change our focus and let allow us to let go of all of that anger all of that pain all of that i must win mentality because it does give us something very proactive to do really build communion i love that you've changed yeah. that and just turned it on its head yeah, yeah. And, you know, a sports analogy would be, you know, trying to be the referee and the players in the game, right? And when you're, when you're hurt and when you're trying to build a communion, you know, you, we can't be necessarily the referees or the ones who are determining. So we call God in first and say, Lord, you're the mediator. You know, you stand between who we are and who we're trying to be. And, and again, that it's, it's, it's powerful in the way that it resets for both and expressing explicitly in the communication that that I'm not after you and I'm not trying to attack you. I may have hurt you. You may have hurt me. But, you know, the the, the referee mediation of that we leave to God. And let's 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 focus mm. on that. So what a great a great connection to love what love it. really is. Love it. Damon, thank you so much for being with us. And if folks would like to learn more about your good work, I encourage them to go to joyfuleverafter.org to learn how the theology of the body can transform their marriage. It's joyfuleverafter.org. And we're taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825 about those feuds in your family. Whether we're talking about the feuds under your own roof or in your extended family, let us help you find graceful ways to respond. 
Today's programming on 990 WDEO is brought to you in part by a gift from our day sponsor, Prudence L. Thank you so much for your support to help build the church and bless the nation. You can be a day sponsor, too. Would you like to send a salute to your parish priest? Say happy anniversary to your parents or spouse? You can have your own day on Ave Maria Radio. Call toll-free 1-877-288-1077 and say, I want to be a day sponsor. Welcome to an Advanced Dentistry Center family. This is Dr. Metti and our team strives to treat you like family in a loving and compassionate way as we focus on serving you in a Christ-like manner. We do this by emphasizing prevention and general well-being for a lifetime. Our private practice is small, personal, state-of-the-art, and innovative with the goal to educate and motivate our patients in improving their oral health. It is through a partnership with you that you will achieve the goals for your smile. Advanced Dentistry is serious about the level of care we provide with attention to details and an exceptional level of care, skill, and judgment. We are thrilled for the opportunity to serve you. Dr. Matty and the team invite you to visit them at AdvancedDentistryCenter.com or call them at 248-594-9592. That's 248-594-9592. AdvancedDentistryCenter.com. Historic Swedish Heart of Mary Church presents A Day with the Saints on Sunday, November 5th from 1.30 to 5.30 in the afternoon. Please join us to venerate over 100 first-class relics, including the True Cross, Holy Manger, Mary's Veil, and many more. The church is located in Detroit at the corner of Russell and Canfield, just north of Eastern Market. For more information, please see the Mother of Divine Mercy Facebook page or visit motherofdivinemercy.org. I'm Lisa Popchek. Our children don't belong to us. They belong to God. God gives his earthly children earthly parents because he wants them to be able to feel his love through your body and see his face in your eyes. Christian moms and dads are meant to be the face of God to our kids. That's a beautiful thought, but it can be a little intimidating. Don't worry. God wants to parent with you, and he gives us his grace to raise his kids well. That said, this mindset requires us to be open to parenting differently than how we were raised or what comes naturally to us. No matter how good your parents were, they weren't as perfect as our Heavenly Father is. And no matter how well we turned out, we aren't saints. Yet, every day, ask God to help you be the parent He wants you to be. Ask Him to give you the grace to love generously, correct gently, and let your kids know that you delight in the gift they are to you. Pray that God will help you be the parent He's calling you to be and enable you to bring out the best in your kids. To learn more, check out our book, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, or visit CatholicHOM.com. Welcome back, folks. 
You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled Family Feud as we talk about those family troubles that we all have to deal with. If your family's getting on your nerves, whether we're talking about your spouse and kids who live under your own roof or your extended family, you know, your parents, your adult siblings, other extended family members, you know, the fact is family conflict is no fun. We want to help you find grace-filled ways to overcome the conflicts, diffuse the disagreements, and heal the hurts that are contributing to the family feuds you're facing. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Right before we go to our next call, we want to send out congratulations to another member of the EWTN radio family. St. Gabriel Communications in Garden City, Kansas, is celebrating their eighth year with EWTN. Woohoo! And congratulations to James Janda and his team at KSGC 100.5 FM. From all of us here at EWTN, and folks, wherever you are listening to Catholic Radio, make sure you're supporting your local Catholic Radio station with your prayers and with your dollars to keep Catholic Radio going strong for years to come so we can keep supporting you in living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. With that, we're taking your calls about family feuds today on More to Life. Are you fussing with your spouse, your kids, your extended family? We want to help you experience more peace in your family. Let us help you overcome those challenges and create the family that God's calling you to. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Christina, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Christina. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi. Good morning. Um, Well, I'm calling because um, recently my uh, sister-in-law invited my two older children. My daughter's 18. My son's 16. She invited them to go to Mexico during the holidays. Um, And my son is super excited about it, and he's ready to go. And I'm not very thrilled with the idea because that would be... That would mean that we wouldn't spend the holidays together sure. as a family. Um, Christina, is, does your sister-in-law live in Mexico, or is this just a, a vacation? Tell us about why she would, without asking you, come in and, and invite your children to go to Mexico. She, um, she doesn't live in Mexico. She lives um, here in, in Texas, but she... Hmm invited them when my husband was there. That's that's his sister. And so uh, my son is super... When your husband was in Mexico or when... I don't understand. Just like last weekend um, they visited um, my my in-laws, my older two. Okay. And they were all there with my in-laws and um, apparently she extended an invitation to them. And without asking your husband, well, I without running there. it past him, mm-hmm. so he was there, and I guess that, it kind of just came up in conversation. And yeah, that's really different. Well, I, I, what we're trying to figure out here: did he give permission for this? So, is this is this a, con- a conflict between you and your husband, or is this between well, you I think and your sister? It's going to be a conflict because he asked me, "What have you thought about letting them go?" And I said, "I don't." think they should go we need to spend the holidays together I have a hard time with that and he pointed out how my daughter who's 18 is already an adult she's like well she's older so it's 
I can already force this is going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 I think both Lisa and I would agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's 18, I mean, honestly, to me, that's that's all the more reason why she needs to be with you for the holidays because yep. you know she is, an adult is running and, out and adults you know and, and and if you guys want to have a relationship with your kids as they become adults then making sure that you have strong family rituals especially around the holidays is extraordinarily important it's how we stay close as families it's certainly how we pass on our faith is to have those that closeness that warmth in our family those family rituals that's imperative to be able to do and I have to say, for your sister-in-law to invite them without ever running it past the two of you first, that's, that's a difficult position well, for her to but, have put you in. But even if, he, even if she did run it past your husband, um, and you, know, you, you guys you know, aren't uh, in the same place there, I, I am concerned about kind of what that says about your husband's buy-in to family rituals mm-hmm. and traditions as well, and that might point to some deeper issues in the marriage that you might want to address moving forward, but that's, you know, that's not the question you asked, but I'd like you to look at that. But specifically to the question you're bringing up here, yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter that she's she's an adult you guys spend christmas together as a family you have family traditions you have family rituals those things are important and yes of course we have to uh, make adjustments as our kids get older and and you know they have their own families and those sorts of things but you know this is a time where you really start to solidify what does it mean for us to have an adult relationship with our kids i mean you know so i'm not sure i understand your husband's point at all i mean yeah they're they're adults but does that mean they're just never going to come around for the holidays ever again as far as he's concerned it doesn't make any sense to me so I mean, if you want to play the podcast for him and let me let me kind of <laughs> tell him myself, I'm happy to have you use us that way. But yeah, I mean, it's a great opportunity and all that at a different time. You know, if they, if if uh, you would like to ask your sister-in-law to take them some other time, I think that would be great. Well, actually, you know, I'm going to differ with you just a little bit here, only in that yes, another time. But you need to really be trusting this sister-in-law a billion percent because you're sending. I'm not saying over the holidays. I'm saying as another time, just giving your child any other adult that you can't be sure is going to protect them in a, in a place where you're not, you need to talk about that as well, especially going to another country. They need to be safe. But over the holidays... That is, you know, that is sacred time. That is sacred to family time, and it's something that I would strongly encourage your, the, the the four of you to get on the same page about in terms of what do you love to do together over Christmas? What are your priorities? How do you get closer to each other and enjoy that time together, especially as your children are going to be growing up in the next few years and you want to solidify being a family over the holidays as they grow into their own lives. And I really am concerned about what this says, as I said, about about your husband's buy-in with uh, your family life, with your family traditions and rituals. And, and, and if 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 he's not if, if this is just sort of the latest example of him not being on board there, I'd really like you to look a little bit harder at looking at those issues in your relationship with him. All right, Christina, thanks so much for the call. Uh, again, feel free to play the podcast for him. I'd be happy to, 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 to kind of have you use it this way. I think that'll get some conversation started. But thanks for the call. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. We're talking about family feuds. If you're experiencing family conflict, struggling with 
differences of opinion, having a hard time healing the hurts that are contributing to those family feuds you're facing, give us a call at 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Michaela, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New York. Hi, Michaela. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? So... Me and my kid's father, we haven't been together in over 20 years. My kid is now, like, 18, my youngest. And he decided he wanted to move in with me. I've been trying to get them to have a better relationship. However, every time I get it to where my son feels comfortable to be around his father, he literally does something to destroy that. I'm at my wit's end with it. The son does or the father does? The father. And my father does. Why do you feel like it's your job to to make your son have a relationship with his destructive father? Because, you know, he tried with our daughter for me. You know, we've had our fights, and I've stood up for him when he's done wrong. He stood up to me when I've done wrong. And I feel my son needs to give him a proper chance, not just say, Oh, I saw him, so I don't want to be around him. Uh, okay, so so look, I mean, but 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 if you if you're if you're if his father, so so your son's eighteen. All right, let's put it this way. All right, and, and this goes for anybody in this situation. Okay, um, the proper response, okay, to to uh, to our children, you know, when they when they're in in a divorce situation, is we want to support them in having a healthy relationship with that estranged parent, and when problems come up. We want to give our children healthy ways to bring those concerns and hurts to that other parent. Right, so it's not like we're we're not going to badmouth the estranged parent. We're not going to, you know, run them down. But if if our kid comes to us and says, "My dad hurt me in this way," or "My dad upset me in this way," our job isn't to kind of run interference for that parent and say, oh, well, he meant he, he didn't mean this, or you need to give him a chance. It's, okay, well, here's how you can appropriately express that concern or that hurt or those feelings to your father. And here, let's talk, let's practice what you can say to him, because this would be a, this is what a healthy thing to do with anybody who you have disagreements or conflicts or difficulties with would be. And then you go send him out to do that. And then if the dad responds well to that, great. That's an opportunity that, you're, that, the, that the, his father has taken to heal the relationship or improve the relationship. If the father responds poorly to that, then he has poisoned the relationship, not you. Right? It's not your job. You're, you're being kind of codependent here, where, where you're, you're making excuses for his father's destructive, antagonistic, angry behavior. It's heartbreaking when a parent alienates his own kids, um, but it's not your job to make up for that. And here's why, okay? Because what that does is it teaches our kids unhealthy ideas about relationship. It teaches our kids that when people treat them poorly, the correct answer is to make excuses for that behavior, not address it respectfully and in a healthy way and then you know, take that response to that respectful attempt to address it to heart and, and make changes in the relationship accordingly. You, you, the, what, what you're doing is basically setting them up for unhealthy relationships in the future, right? So your job isn't to try to make him have a better relationship with his antagonistic, destructive father. Your job is to give your son healthy ways to go and tell dad, hey, you're really hurting my feelings, and, it would really, and, and if you want to have a relationship with me, then I need to see X, Y, and Z be different in the future, or we need to work out A, B, and C together. And if dad responds well to that, great. Then dad's 
you know, if dad's a healthy person to be in a relationship with, then things will grow. If dad keeps blowing things up, as you say he's doing, then you need to support your son in setting boundaries with his father so that he can go on and have a healthy life. Yeah, and you're giving your son the skills in doing it this way to have, as Greg's saying, a healthy life, not just with his father, but to be able to use those skills in all relationships. Additionally, Michaela, you're inviting, by doing it this way, your son's father to grow in virtue, grow in being a healthier man of God in his child's life and in general. Just sweeping it under the rug and saying, oh, well, he's your dad, you know, just give him a break. He didn't mean it. That's just allowing your son's father to sit in his own pain and brokenness and bad behavior instead of, you know, really being a light in that situation and saying, I know you can do better than this. Our son's coming to you to really talk about what he needs. I hope you really you know, step up and, and do this and heal your relationship with him. So it's better for both of them and it's better for you because you're moving yourself out of that codependency and into being a healthier, holier woman of God who can really help people in your life have healthier relationships as well. All right, Michaela, I hope that that will give you some ways forward. We do talk about this more, and God help me, these people are driving me nuts, making peace with difficult people. Um, and, and, and if you want to follow up with those suggestions. But I do, I do suggest that you get some as professional support if we're knowing how to navigate this, because it sounds like there's a lot of history here, uh, and you've got some, some, you know, your own, some of your own hurts that are preventing you from setting appropriate boundaries or, or helping your son set appropriate boundaries as well. So if we can support you in that, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. All right, we have to take a break. But when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about family feuds, those situations in your family where you're getting into conflicts, dealing with hurts, having a hard time overcoming disagreements, 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Ephesians chapter four, verse two. With all humility, gentleness, and patience, bear with one another in love. Now, what I want to just clarify in this: when when Saint Paul says "bear with one another in love," what what does that mean? That doesn't mean what Michaela was talking about, where you just put up with everything, right? It means you work for each other's good, ultimate good in whatever the situation is. So in the example that we were just talking about, bearing with one another in love is exactly what we were saying. Michaela can tell her son, hey, you know, here's how you can address the hurts that your father is causing in healthy and charitable ways. And they can give your dad a chance to, to explain himself or to apologize or reconcile with you and see what he does. And that is bearing with one another in love. It's working for the ultimate good of the relationship and each other. But it's also giving the other person the, the opportunity to choose to not be loving if they want. And if in those cases, then you set appropriate boundaries. And that's part of that whole process that St. Paul's talking about here. But as St. Paul talks to us, he leads with behave virtuously. Practice these virtues of humility, gentleness, and love. Virtue never just comes to us as a knee-jerk reaction, does it? It's something that we have to practice. It's a spiritual discipline that we have to actually employ and be purposeful about. And so as we discuss these, these relationship trials today, let us remember that as children of God, we are called first 
to practice the virtues that the Holy Spirit can inspire and help us with. But we have to do it intentionally so that we can actively love and work for the good of the other as well. With that, we have to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about dealing with family feuds. Today on More to Life, 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls right after this. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. Finding good health care, encouragement for healthier living, or solid spiritual direction can be frustrating. That's why the Catholic Health Care Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering a health sharing option. Curo's Christ centered wellness services include Catholic wellness coaching, spiritual direction, and a Catholic community supporting your health and wellness needs. Visit CMFCuro.com to learn more. That's CMFCuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. Light of the East, weekends on Ave Maria Radio. I'm Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, I hear the echoes of the coming Christmas season, and it presents us with not only a spirit of gift, but also of saints and angels to focus upon in our preparation. Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today we're talking about family feuds, dealing with conflict in your family, whether that's the family under your own roof or your extended family. We want to help you create a more peaceful family life. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with John, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Missouri. Hey, John, welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Well, uh, when I uh, try to talk to uh, any one of my three siblings uh, about uh, very uh, deep uh, divisions that have uh, grown up over many, many years among the the four of us, um, I get more or less the same response from each one of them, which is uh, they're just too hurt. Uh, and uh, the other person's never going to apologize and acknowledge how wrong the other person was. So they they just don't even want to consider the idea of 
reconciliation because all it would do would be the other person may say they're sorry, but then they'll just do the same thing over again. And so uh, each person is saying, well, they don't want to put themselves in that position of being hurt again. And I just, uh, I, I mean, I go around in circles about, well, don't you want to try to reconcile and so forth? And, and you know, I just can't get any of them to, to really even consider it. So, so I, how can we help there, you, John? Well, is there a way to get them to consider it? I mean, what is there? Am I missing something that I should be responding with when they give me that answer that they're just okay. too hurt? They don't want to put themselves in that position. It's a good question. Where are you in your relationship with each of these siblings that don't get along with each other? Are you the one person they all get along with, or is there pain between you and your siblings as well? Uh, pretty much I've been the one that they all get along with. Um, I think there's uh, somewhat of a division now between me and, and one of them who... Who, and the division is simply because uh, uh, I've, you know, been open to the the other one, the you know, the one that the one that that person has a deep division and hurt with, and so uh, you know, even the fact that 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 they know I'm communicating with the other person makes them want to cut me off. Oh, it's really okay. bad. No, it's really painful. I'm sorry. And, and you know, the only thing we can do, and, and because it's the only thing that God can do, right, and we can't do more than God can, uh, is invite people to do the right thing. You know, we can, we can point the way down the road, but we can't make people walk the road. Uh, and, when we, and we can make ourselves crazy trying, because uh, we, when we do that, we end up trying to do more than even God, does, God can do. Right? God has to respect our free will. He invites us to reconcile. He invites us to uh, repent. He invites us to be healthy and holy people. Um, but we have to choose to accept that invitation and walk down that road. And, you know, you're, you're being that prophetic man of God by asking your family to work through their things. You're, you're doing exactly what God is asking you to do. Uh, and so, you know, you're right with, with God in, in all of this. But, you know, but, but, but you can't make your brothers, your siblings, um, to actually walk down that road and take that advice. And the one thing I, I want to caution you with here, very much as we were saying with Michaela, John, is that it's fine for you to go to your siblings and invite them to make peace with each other by saying, it would really be wonderful if we could heal this family. I would really love being a whole family again. If you can ever find yourself, you know, it's, find it in yourself to do that with these other people, I would, I would love that. And then you need to stop because if you're trying to do the go-between, well, he said this and he said that and she said this and why don't you, that starts to become codependent. And that is going to have them turn on you with all the anger they have for each other. You're the only one they're experiencing and they're going to see it as some kind of a slight on your part. You're taking sides, whatever that is, and you're actually going to be undermining the chance that they would heal this relationship. But if you just say to them, look, I know you're a good person. I love you very much. I would love for this to all be healed so our family can be together again. And then leave it with them. 
allow them to have that as an invitation without you doing the codependent he said she said trying to work it out for them because they'll they'll dig their heels in more deeply and it'll end up all being just your fault and you will end up getting in their twisted mind, my, 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 right my in their minds that's how they're going to see it and it's also going to get you very twisted emotionally in it rather than saying hey we're all adults I can invite this in love and then I can step back and have my own personal relationships with each yeah. of them without making it all about this all the time. So the best thing you can do at this point is really work hard on your own relationships with each of the siblings um, so that God can continue working through you uh, in, 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 in great, creating greater family unity, at least in their relationships with you. Uh, and then you know, periodically you can invite them to work on their own stuff, but you need to respect their, their free will at that point too. John, thanks so much for the call. I'm sorry for the vision that's in the family, but I think by working on your own relationship with them, that's really where you can allow the Holy Spirit to do the best work. Thanks again for the call, and folks, if you are struggling with family feuds in your life, check out the resources we have for you at CatholicCounselors.com, including learning more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's Pastoral Telecounseling Practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help transform your marriage, family, or personal life. Check it out, CatholicCounselors.com. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchuk. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.